Hello and welcome. It is Friday. That can mean only one thing. It means that I am getting inside your head. I really hope you're enjoying these podcasts. I think it's really positive to sometimes not only kind of read the information um, that you guys might see that I post up on Instagram, but also um, for me to kind of talk around these topics a bit more. I think often um, the voice that we hear mostly inside our heads can be a rather stuck voice and it might be rather negative. So I think sometimes just listening to the rational voice of me is going to really help you on this um, health and fitness journey. So I thought today it'd be really good to go through some kind of common themes that came up during check-in. And also just really to kind of continue that bit of work about kind of reframing things and really getting to grips with sort of changing your mindset. Um, And the first thing that comes up really frequently in check-ins is this feeling of all or nothing. And I think for loads of us, we have this real kind of perfectionist mindset and we're either all in and we're doing everything. So we're kind of hitting steps. We are smashing through those workouts and we are like exactly um, hitting our protein target and our energy balance. And we are feeling like we're on fire. The problem is if you are a perfectionist, and this may be you, it's just not maintainable. So there's no way that every single week of your life are you going to be able to hit your steps, hit your nutrition, hit your training. But the problem is if you're a perfectionist, as soon as you're not being perfect, you're kind of back to where you started and you're probably just going to be like, well, it didn't work, so I'm not going to do it. And it's that mindset, that perfectionist mindset. And there can be some great things about being a perfectionist, but there can also be some really rubbish things and it can certainly keep you stuck. It can keep you stuck living in a body that isn't feeling great, maybe isn't looking how you want it to look and certainly probably isn't performing optimally. And you just have to keep reminding yourself, and I'm here, this is my job, to remind you that it is your actions over time that are going to determine what kind of body you're going to be living in. So your body doesn't care that you went to a party or you had a weekend away and you didn't really line up with that person you're trying to be. Your body doesn't give a monkeys about these, you know, deviations from your new normal pattern the thing that's going to make the difference is for you just to remind yourself that it isn't perfection that's going to lead you into a body that feels better, looks better and performs better. It's going to be imperfect action. So if you're a perfectionist, you're just going to have to really start to undo that perfectionist mindset, that all or nothing mindset, because it is that that's keeping you stuck. And it is that that is making you continually search. I often feel like people who finally come to me have been on this massive quest, this quest to find, uh, I don't know, maybe a perfect diet plan, a perfect form of exercise. Is it hip? Is it resistance training? Should they do running? Um, And really and truly, It doesn't matter what diet you do. It doesn't matter what type of training you do. The thing that is going to matter and the thing that is going to determine your success in the long run and keep you living in a body that feels amazing, looks amazing, performs brilliantly is going to be adherence to whatever you choose to do. 
So it really is just trying to kind of get out of that trap. If you feel like you're falling into that perfectionist trap, you've just got to shout out on the group. It's what we're here for. And it's kind of what makes things really different in this group. I know loads of you have been with me for well over a year and you have achieved amazing things. I love the fact that you guys have... um, been sharing your wins um, through that survey I sent out the other day. And, you know, there has been significant weight loss, like stones have been lost, like bodies have been transformed. Minds, even more important than the body transformation is the mind transformations of, actually, I love exercise now. Like it makes me feel amazing. I feel strong. The impact it's having on every aspect of your life. So you are living in your body. So looking after that, investing in that is probably like, it's probably the best investment you could ever make. So yeah, stop being stuck. If you are stuck, shout out. It's one of the things I'm here for. It's what I love to do most. And I want you to get away from this all or nothing. It's not going to lead you to anywhere good. You will just leave me and go off on little quest to find this other thing that's going to be amazing. And it will be for about, I don't know, one week, maybe 10 days. And then again, something will um, go out of kilter. You won't reach one of these things and you'll be like, oh, it didn't work. So stop that now. If I'm talking to you, if you think I'm talking to you, I want you to appear on the group. You can pop a little hand up say, I am a perfectionist, and we will help break you down um, into somebody who is going to embrace imperfect action, and that is going to get you to where you want to go. Okay, that's my first little rant. (laughs) This is not a rant. I think hopefully it's supportive. The second thing I'm hearing a lot of is kind of about this um, difficulty with hitting protein. And to be honest, I have been quite conservative with most of you and your protein goals. So all of you are aiming to be upward of sort of 75 grams per day. Ideally, I'd want you really um, hitting that kind of upper limit of 100 grams a day. It's amazing when you do it, the impact it's going to have on your ability to adhere to a a slight energy um, deficit. So if you haven't done it yet, just experiment. Have a day where you hit 100 grams of protein and just notice how that feels in your body. Notice that you're not going to be feeling so hungry. You're not going to be um, searching out for those sort of snacks or rummaging around the kitchen. So that protein is really going to be keeping you fuller for longer. And in check-ins with um, one of you guys, I actually came up just on the spot with this like mantra. And so rather than thinking about what breakfast am I going to have today or what lunch am I going to have today, I want your new mantra to be, particularly if you struggle with hitting your protein, what protein shall I have for breakfast? Done. Simple. What protein shall I have for lunch? What protein shall I have for snack? And what protein shall I have for dinner? And if you use that reframe, so rather than what shall I have for lunch, I want you to start with the protein. I'm particularly speaking to those of you who are really struggling with protein. If you can nail protein, honestly, the amount of 
um, light bulb moments I've had in check-ins when you guys start hitting protein, how that has been the missing factor and it just makes adherence easier, fat loss easier, you shifting your body composition easier. So just try that this week for me. What protein shall I have? And then try and have that question in your head four times a day, ideally obviously hitting around sort of 20, 25 grams of protein, at least aiming for that. Obviously, sometimes you can undershoot it, sometimes you'll overshoot it. And remember, your body composition is going to be um, decided upon how you kind of equal out in the wash, basically. So again, I'm not looking for perfection, but I'm looking for you striving towards that kind of 25 grams four times a day. And I just cannot wait to, I'm sure some of you are listening and thinking, okay, I'm going to try that. Once you've tried it, please let me know how it goes and inspire others in the group to do it. Um, And hopefully that light bulb moment is going to happen for you um, next week. Okay, the other thing that I've written down, and I do really, I don't know, I think I get an insight into loads of women's heads now. And I think quite often we have this notion of what we would like our bodies to look like. Like most of us have spent a long time looking in the mirror over the years, deciding kind of like what's wrong, what's broken, um, how we wish it was different, um, stepping on and off the scales a zillion times, maybe even in the space of five minutes just to see if that dial will change. And again, I just want to remind you that I want you to think about it the other way round. So just for a second, okay, you're in, I've got a magic wand, you are living in your perfect body, the body of your dreams. And I just want you to ask yourself the question, would you know how to look after it? A little bit of silence from me. So just having that thought, if you did have your ideal body, if you woke up with it, how how are you going to look after it? Like, do you know how to look after it? How to maintain it? Have you got the right habits? Have you got the right routines in place to look after it? Because if the answer is no, then you might have things the wrong way round. And you might have to think about getting those routines in place to look after your perfect body. Because otherwise... It's just, it's not going to be an achievable goal because even if we can get you there, even if you can do amazing things, have massive determination, adhere to your sort of calorie um, deficit over time, exercise, nutrition, all on point. If we're not really embedding structured routines and routines that are going to reoccur over time, then you living in that dream body isn't going to last very long. So I want us to just kind of flip it. And also, I suppose if the routines that you would have to embed into your life aren't compatible with your life, they don't sound like they would be any fun. They would be too restrictive. The um, burden of doing that much training or being um, that prepared with your food prep just sort of fills your heart with dread, then it might be that you're going to have to really start finding a bit of body neutrality and really starting to embrace the body you're living in, find that pattern of behavior that you do enjoy embedding into your life, start embracing the body that that gives you. So really just, it is a bit of a mindset shift, but I think sometimes we, again, we can get really, really stuck striving for some like arbitrary weight that we had before we had kids, maybe like on the day of our wedding. Um, You know, our body's 
things have moved on. They have changed. We are busy, I hope. I hope we've got lives. I hope we've got social lives. I hope we're managing to spend time with our kids. Like unless your life's purpose is going to revolve around it, maybe your ideal body needs to change. And to be honest, like the more and more of you guys that I hear from, the more insight I get into your heads. It's quite often, or I'd say like 100% of the time, it's not really the bodies that we need to change. It's um, your brains and your mindset and kind of how you feel about your body that really needs to change, which is why I think doing this work on your mindset, starting to embrace your body, treat it like you would your dream body. And you know what? Some magic is going to happen. And, you know, if you think, oh, gosh, if I had that dream body, I expect I would act like this. Start acting in that way now and it's going to help move you forward. So just get into action. Stop jumping on and off the scales and really just keep thinking, gosh, I'm in my dream body. What would what would I do if I was in my dream body? Well, I'd probably get up and I'd do some stretches. I'd probably um, do some journaling. I'd probably feed it some really nice food this morning and concentrate on my protein um, because I want to maintain living in this amazing body. And start just, if you can, treating your body like it is your dream body. Because you know what? It's the only body you're ever going to get to live in. Um, so definitely if you can start approaching it in that way hopefully things are going to become a little bit happier in your head so the other thing I wanted to chat to you about in check-ins quite a lot of the time there will be things that come up in life um, at the moment as somebody who is actually on their last day of isolation um, there are things happening all the time to all of us. So nobody is unique in this. There's going to be negative things that are going to happen, like somebody saying or a little app messaging you to say, you cannot leave the house for three whole days. Um, and obviously, there's a couple of ways you can go. But what I want us all to be doing is thinking this week about a negative thing, what could be negative thing, and seeing if we can reframe it. So for me, obviously, I have had um, to stay indoors, which is really tricky because obviously there's life, there's kids that need taking to school, there's a dog that quite likes going out for walks, etc. But actually, for me, I can obviously reframe it as this is really different to my normal. I am normally an extremely active person. Um, so maybe during this time I can spend a bit more time in my house, we call it Sofa Club, um, just watching telly with the kids, maybe having a bit more quality time. Maybe I can discover some new recipes. Maybe I can do a bit of meal prepping. Maybe I can um, spend this time thinking about my business and how to move things forward and things to make this group even more awesome um, than possible. So just really try, I just want all of you to find something that could be seen as challenging and then try and reframe it. And it really is the same as when it comes down to things like exercise, training and movement. Sometimes I'm getting this feedback um, from you guys checking in that, you know, you're not finding that time to get the training in or um, sort of you're feeling like you can't really get up in the mornings to do it and you feel like you have to do it and you, you're not doing it. And this is kind of just feeding into this negative loop. So I want you to reframe that. So for those of you that are not in isolation, you know, you don't have to go out and get your steps, but you get to. 
So every day it's like, oh wow, I actually get to go out and get some steps in today, or I get to train today, or I get to make an amazing choice that's going to line up with my goals. I get to say, actually, I'm not going to have pudding today because, you know, I've just decided that I've got this fat loss goal at the moment and that's a bit more important to me. But changing that, oh, I can't to I get to, is going to be massive. And it really really changes the emphasis of where that sort of locus of control is and it kind of comes down to you feeling like you are definitely a little bit more in control of the choices you're making so just try that so oh I get to move today how would I like to move or I get to fuel my body today how do I want to fuel it rather than well I can't have this and I can't have that So it really is about that kind of positive mindset and reframing things and then not being this negative association with some of the choices you might be choosing to make to line up with the goal you've chosen, particularly if that's fat loss or getting fitter, you are going to have to change some things about. But remember, you're getting to do those things. You're getting to choose to do those things. And then I just wanted to also have a little bit of a a chat or kind of talk around this idea of kind of habits versus routines. And I don't know, I have listened to quite a few little things about, you know, are habits just sort of kind of bullshit? And uh, it was quite an interesting podcast. And it was just about the fact that maybe we rely on this idea that eventually training really regularly, eating um, really mindfully and healthily is just going to become so embedded as a habit that we won't even think about it. It will just be like brushing our teeth. And I suppose I would agree. I think that's probably a little bit fake. Um, And I am somebody who loves eating really well and definitely like train really regularly. And that is my habit. But even more important than habit... I would say, is maybe the routines you create to support you being able to keep up those habits. Because habits are only habits as long as you're performing those actions. So as soon as you stop doing it, it's not a habit anymore. So I really want you maybe to change the emphasis again, rather than just thinking about creating new habits, I want you to think about creating routines. And there is something to be said for having, and I will keep saying this for any of you who haven't done it yet, have a regular spot, um, which is when you exercise. If you haven't tried this yet, and you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants, and you're like, oh, I expect I'll fit three in this week, you know, you are going to be the person getting to Friday going, oh shit, I haven't managed to uh, fit in those three workouts and now it's Friday, so I'll just do them all today. Like, if you plan to do a workout on Monday, set yourself a time, make it a reoccurring event, think about your life, think about how it's going to fit into your life um, for the long term and then have a routine. I have really sort of over the years adapted kind of days, times where I will train because of COVID. Things have always shifted and sometimes I have to develop a new routine, but I always do have a routine that I will follow. And so much so that there's more friction for me not turning up and doing certain things like training now on those days and times than there would be um, to just go and do it. So really think about your routine. So all of you, just book it in. It's going to make so much difference. Have it as a reminder. Make the event reoccurring. 
don't have this kind of, oh, I'm sure it's just going to happen this week because you can have all the best intentions in the world and then life will happen and it will be because you guys, I know most of you are busy. Um, Loads of you are working full time. You are balancing family life with that, social life, um, periods of isolation. Like there's so much going on with you guys. I I don't see how it's going to happen unless you are really making a routine of it. And then there's something about just making sure that I know in last week's check-in we talked about this person that you're trying to be and I really you know the thing I loved most about most of your responses was the number of them that were about somebody who feels like better in their body or embraces their body or sort of just kind of that kind of feeling of comfort in your own skin and I just really liked that theme that um, was coming out so again just kind of remembering that and just kind of thinking about if that's the person you're working towards being um, I want you to start making sure that the actions you're taking are kind of lining up with you creating this body that's going to feel really nice to live in Um, and the things that it's quite good maybe even to make a list of things that make your body feel really good and make sure you're ticking those things off and there may be things that actually don't make you feel make your body feel good so maybe that's kind of like drinking too much every weekend um overeating every weekend and actually just the physical act of writing that these things aren't making you feel good can really start to work on um your brain so you kind of need to create this kind of cognitive dissonance so in your mind somewhere, you feel like there's a benefit for you repeating these behaviors again and again and again. But when you actually write it out and you think, well, actually, I I feel like there's this benefit for me going out every weekend and drinking heavily and eating too much and eating past fullness. But actually, when I think about it, there isn't any benefit and it's not serving me. It's not moving me towards my goal, et cetera, et cetera. So Again, that's a little challenge for some of you guys. If that is feeling like you, if you are feeling like you're in this really nice little Monday to Thursday or Monday to Friday bubble and then the weekends, it all just goes to goes to the wall, then I just want you to kind of work on whatever benefit you feel like you're getting from those behaviours and then maybe starting to really challenge whether you are actually getting them, whether it's leading you to where you want to go. I'm nearly done. You'll be very happy to hear. And the last little thing, and I suppose for you guys coming to the end of your six-week reset, maybe this is particular to you guys. Um, For you guys that have been with me ages, hopefully you'll be like, yes, this is why we are here. And it's something about investing in yourself. And loads of you have been with me well over a year now. And I just think by becoming kind of a part of this community, by kind of putting some skin in the game, by subscribing, by going, actually, yes, I'm investing in me. I'm going to turn up. I'm going to um, pay to be a member of this group. I'm going to kind of put my money basically where my mouth is, is really, really important because you you only have yourself really. You're only ever going to live in your body and you need to start investing in yourself. You need to start sort of demonstrating to yourself that you're kind of worth it, you're worth investing in, because 
if you feel better, so if you're fueling your body better, if you're moving it more, if you're training consistently, I can promise you like 100% because I'm getting feedback from you guys all the time that you are going to perform better in every single aspect of your life. You're going to be turning up to things as your best self. You're going to be a better um, partner. You're going to be a better mum. You're going to be a better employee. You're going to be a better friend when you are feeling better in your body. So I really can't emphasize enough how important it is to kind of start voting for yourself, start kind of really building up your confidence that you're worth it, that you're worth investing in, and you're basically committing to something, putting some skin in the game, kind of investing making uh, that kind of leap of the fact that you are worth it and by doing this act of staying here, putting your energy here, staying in action, you are going to just become your best self and that is going to have ripple effects and um, hopefully even you guys who are coming up to sort of being here six weeks, you've already started to notice the positive impact it's not like magic and it's not like after six weeks you're cured and you can just um, sort of slip back to old habits. The magic's really going to happen after the six weeks and it's going to happen with that adherence over time and that time's going to be months and years of treating your body better, giving it more nourishing things to eat, having a focus on things like protein and highly um, nutritious foods, moving it more because you love it, training it consistently because you want to get stronger and you want to feel great and you want to future-proof your body and just staying in action. And I know it's really helpful to be surrounded by a really positive group. I don't ever think there's ever been a post on the group that's been at all negative like the support here is phenomenal so for you guys reaching the end do stay if you do know anyone who um, needs a different approach to fitness to fat loss um, obviously point them in my direction I would love um, to reset anyone who is feeling stuck. So if any of these topics sound like you, I would love to help you. We have a reset starting on the 26th of July. If you know someone who you think is a bit stuck, um, please maybe send them this podcast or um, tag them in any of my posts. I'd really, really, you know, it's actually what gives me goosebumps. I just can't tell you how much enjoyment I get out of transforming people's bodies and minds when it comes to this stuff. Because this stuff, it's not tricky to lose fat, but it is really tricky to change people's approach to fat loss and um, maintaining bodies that feel really amazing to live in for life. That bit's the tricky bit. And there's loads of free exercise you can do and there's loads of meal plans you can Google and you can find your own calorie target for fat loss and you can easily just sort of find what your protein target should be too. So none of those are the reasons that people might come on the reset. The real reason is firstly that you're actually making an action of investing in yourself. So you're putting your money where your mouth is. You're saying, yes, I am going to engage in this. And then you get the community and I can't really underestimate um, how powerful that community component is. And lastly, and I think this is important, it's not a faceless um, reset. You're not having some um, generic personal trainer you've never met um, checking in with you. You do get access to me and I I'm always happy to respond to any questions, any queries. I want you to get to where 
everyone on the group already is and if you're not there if you're ever struggling all you need to do is shout and um, there'll be probably about 120 people ready to kind of come and give you a hand any questions as ever any topics you guys want covering in podcasts let me know otherwise have lovely weekends if anyone's listening to this on Friday and obviously if you could share the podcast be lovely if anyone wanted to review it um you know I think you can rate it and leave a little review that would be fab anyway guys or share to social media even better take care bye